Gregory bravely sacrificed himself to become the ship's rudder. <laughs> I think that's false. Oh, uh, Master Splinter's super totes mad. What? Yes! Yeah. yeah! Two broomsticks at the same time. Expecto Patronum! You'll never amount to anything! Completely false. If it was Andy's girthy candy, there's no way they'd ever change that So, name. so, wait, is it goblins? Did I get it wrong? Oh, this one is true! I am chocolate. <laughs> and the theme of today's podcast is... Wait, are we still in the intro? Hello and welcome back, listeners, to the Allegedly Podcast, where me and my co-host get a mystery topic coupled with some mystery facts, and it's our job to figure out which facts are real and which facts are fake. My name is Alex, and with as always, drumroll please, is Joe. Oh yeah! Ooh! I added the drumroll for you too, I, I felt like that was more official. That was nice. That was nice, that was a good touch. Oh, <laughs> A uh, tut touch. Oh, I see what you did see? there. Oh, goddamn! I'm on a drum roll today. Oh, that, see, this is this is how you know it's a professional podcast. You just don't get puns yeah. like that anywhere else. No, no, you don't. No, because you go listen to something else, and it's just garbage. People talking about stupid shit. Here, you get the high quality puns. <laughs> Dad jokes for days. <laughs> So we're, we are one week away from Christmas, and I did make a formal request to the writer for winter theme. Mm. I don't know what it is, and she might have just said, fuck you, on the winter theme. <laughs> it's <laughs> quite possible. I had to fill out a application, a form, saying that I do by give permission to get a winter theme, you know, mm. and we'll see what happens. It might have been denied. I guess we'll see. <laughs> are you ready? Are you ready to see what what topic it is? Just to see if you know how much my wife loves me. <laughs> I feel like this is a trap. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's a trap. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> see if we gotta get Jerry involved. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's check it out. So today's topic is. Christmas movies. Oh, hey. <gasps> My wife loves me. <laughs> Holy shit. Christmas movies. Let's reflect, because I know three. <laughs> Only uh, three? Uh, Die Hard. Okay. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Sure. And A Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. Wow, you picked two divisive ones. Got it. There is nothing divisive about that. He's at a Christmas party in Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie, right? And then Christmas is in the name of Nightmare Before Christmas. It, sure. <laughs> it, it, it literally is in the name. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Okay, well, let's start this off. Before we kick it, what, what's your favorite Christmas movie? What's the one every year you're like, gotta watch it? Oh, I mean, I typically always check out at least, <laughs> at least a scene or two of A Christmas Story because TNT plays it 24-7. Oh yeah, dude. Um, you just turn on the TV, yeah. and you'll get bits and pieces till you see the whole thing. So that one, that one's always. Uh, I mean, I'm always, I'm always partial to Tim Allen's Santa Claus. Yep, classic. Classic. I have not seen the the um, the new TV show, the Santa Santa Clauses. I don't think I'm going to. <laughs> you think Tim Allen gets a little? He's like, I'm gonna make Santa Claus great again. <laughs> That's my fear. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, <laughs> It feel it feels it feels kind of like a like a backhanded gift for uh, taking Buzz Lightyear away. 
Yeah. They're like, look, you'll get a yeah, Santa Claus show. The, uh, it, it, in, in, uh, Tim Allen's defense, right? Mm. I mean, there's really no defense. I was going to make a Tim Allen joke because not all the snow, fun fact, not all the snow on the set of Santa Claus is either real or fake snow. So <laughs> I'll let you figure out what that is. Okay. Cryptic. It's cocaine. So. It's the only way to get him to work. <laughs> Sna- Santa hitting the snow a little hard. Get away! Get away! Get out of character. Do watch. It's like a little co. He needs a little bump of cocaine to be mm. able to like. Oh right. right. You know what I mean? Like, but without it, he's just like. <laughs> now I know a lot of people think like their favorite christmas movie is a wonderful life i absolutely hate that movie oh i don't think i've ever actually been able to sit through the like whole thing. it's not like i don't get the hype i've never gotten it like my mom used to watch it every year and i absolutely yeah. torturous what a torturous movie listen listen it's like it's like my dad used to watch every easter the ten commandments that shit is riveting <laughs> when you grew up in an era of like no cartoons right Everyone knows that a Mickey's Christmas Carol is the fucking superior Christmas Carol story. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's a Muppets Christmas Carol. That's the superior oh, one. okay. Just saying. I mean, we all know it's the Jim Carrey one, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for Tim Allen to be, you know, play fucking Scrooge at one I point. I think he just does that in real older. life. He's like, bah, humbuck, hold on. Yeah, get those socialists off my lawn. <laughs> um, I think, I, I for me, the, I think my favorite Christmas movie, um, it's either got to be The Muppet Christmas Carol or Jingle All the Way. Solid. Like, um, the one I remember from a kid, my mom back in the day, like, this is, this is in the heyday of VHS. I had a collection of VHS that was my Christmas VHS, but they were all recorded off of TV. Mm, I didn't actually classic. have, like, the real VHS. So every year, like, how I remember Mickey's Christmas Carol is with 7-Up commercials. <laughs> and it's where, like, the little 7-Up dot has a chainsaw and he's cutting up ice cubes. Oh it's great. God. Like, it's, like, that's how I remember all, like... It was also weird. It also had the first... Tim Burton Batman on it as well. So <laughs> I was very yeah. confused around Christmas time. Cause I would watch Dude, like a cartoon yeah. and then bat like the whole Batman movie would play. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, <laughs> Oh, Scrooge, you did it. Yeah. We all came together saying carols. Then it's just like, no, 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 hundred percent. Dude. <laughs> See what's funny too. Was it the first Batman? Yeah. Because the second one's during Christmas. I know. It makes no sense. <laughs> they took no we, effort to line those up. We had Batman Returns on VHS, like the actual VHS. But our first Batman movie was recorded off of the television. <laughs> hey, dude. Everybody had those. It was so easy. Turn on the TV, throw an empty cassette in, boom, record. Boom. Now you have that you movie. had like, And you had like 120 minutes. You had like two hours. Yeah, to fill. so you got to fill that yeah. up, you know. 
Dude, I love the commercials in between. Those are always the best. It's so nostalgic. It's you know? it's wild, dude. <laughs> oh shit! Well, are you ready to see what the first topic is? Because this could like literally destroy. Let's do us, it. I, I feel like tracking a down a VHS player now. Oh, dude, at, you live in Seattle, bro. You probably just have to walk outside. It's probably like, not far. Circle K. Yeah. <laughs> they have like an eclectic section like, yeah. at the Circle K. You can go pull from. Here's here's your slow roast coffee, your suspenders, and your VHS player. <laughs> yep the superior format right. like you either get to choose vhs or laser disc yeah. Ooh, vhs huh you shakuterin for christmas <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah i get all the popular vhs tapes you know home recordings mm. of course honestly that'd actually be pretty fun honestly it sounds pretty rad <laughs> all right dude let's check this out uh, fact number one. In the movie Elf, Chris Farley was original was the original choice for Buddy the Elf. True. That's just... I want to see that It movie. just makes me sad. Yeah. Um. Okay, so I'm going to... I actually going to say false. I, I don't think... When did Buddy the Elf come out? Or when did Elf come out? Was that around Shrek? I think... No, it's later. I think it's... Um, yeah, I thought it was like 2009 Yeah, something like that. That sounds right. Yeah, I think at that point, and I could be wrong because like these scripts sit on shelves for so mm-hmm. long. Because I remember uh, the original choice for Shrek was Chris Farley. Oh, that's right. And this might be a little switcheroo. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, and then also too, they had a third Ghostbusters, I guess, written up to incorporate Chris Farley as the third Ghostbuster before, and then he, you know, before he died, right. So they scrapped the third Ghostbusters, and then, you know, it sat on the shelf for, like, fucking 80 years. It, didn't he record some lines as Shrek, like, really early on? He might have. I want to be honest with you. I, I I thought I heard it, and I'm going to, like, you know, I, I think I like Mike Myers' is better. Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those situations where I think their original choice was Chris, and then he passed away. Mm-hmm. He went a little too Shrek to live on, you know? He Shreked too hard. Somebody <laughs> once told me my heart's gonna explode if I don't put down the cocaine. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Him and Tim Allen, dude. Tim, we, like, <laughs> there's a universe out there where Tim Allen leaves and Chris Farley stays. How do we get And then that? Chris Farley's Santa Claus. Wait a minute. When did that come out? Uh, like 94, 95. Is that after Chris Farley died? No, I think it's I think it's before Chris Farley died. Oh, okay. So as long as we get everything like Toy Story and right, yeah, we still know. get. I think we still get the at least the first Toy Story, if not the first two. Yeah, that, I'm good with that. I'll trade a I'll trade a Tim Allen for a Chris Farley. Right in the Santa Claus. Holy freaking gourd! <laughs> He like walks out and looks up. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing up there?" Just falls. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit! I'm hairy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it almost writes itself. Like you know, he shaves, it grows back, and it's that Chris Farley. Like, this is a problem. <laughs> Oh my! A weenie whistle. 
Dude, what if he what if he didn't play Santa Claus? What if he played the stepdad? Oh, that'd be even better. <laughs> I am a psychiatrist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the guy they got to play him, I, I don't know his name. The guy from Beverly Hills Cop, right? Yeah. He's he's pretty Fast good. Times at Ridgemont so, High. Yeah, he's pretty good, dude. So I'm good. That. that that line delivery is pitch perfect. <laughs> oh, it a is. weenie whistle. It's <laughs> oh, fucking wonderful. Oh shit! So I I don't know. I'm I'm feeling falls on this one. I think too. I think it, I I remember the Shrek thing now that you mentioned it. So I think I think it's a little but, switcheroo. Well, I I will admit though, I would love to see that movie where he's just some fat fucking elf. Yeah. Right, like that line where Will Smith just screams is a pretty Chris Farley line. Oh, Santa! Will Ferrell. Yeah, you said Will Smith, bro. Oh, <laughs> you getting your Will mixed up? I, I, I want to see the Will Smith one too, dude. He's just like it's Santa. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all close to him. <laughs> right like when he's talking to Sandy, he's like you better get out of that motherfucking chair right now <laughs> <laughs> you keep santa's name out your mouth <laughs> i don't know dude uh, there's a lot of actors that may play just as funny roles like will ferrell in that movie might or will will smith may be amazing oh uh, they're all great <laughs> Welcome uh. to the North Pole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> After he like dags somebody out. Oh, I would shit. like to see James Con so I... play Will Smith's dad. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, oh, and then Will know. Smith could have like, rapped movie... over Zoe Deschanel when they're singing <laughs> together. He could have really, he like, could have like... really rung in the Willennium. Oh god, dude, the Willennium. Dude, I stamp of approval. Allegedly says we'll write it if you make it. Right. I'll work. I'll work <laughs> with them. Let's do it, Hollywood. Yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Look, none Let's of us are going to the Oscars, anyways. So yeah, yeah. Why the fuck would I show up there, dude? Let's make Let's make Christmas history. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, let's go. F- I mean, unless you're feeling true. No, like I I remember the Shrek thing now that you said it. So it sound that sounds right. I think Elf's a little too late. All right, then let's go. Let's go. False that in the movie Elf, Chris Farley was the original choice for Buddy the Elf. Three, two, one, bam! It is false. Yeah, he was dead. <laughs> oh shit! But that and that's the writer's words, not mine. <laughs> uh, but Jim Carrey was originally looked at for the role of Buddy the Elf. That makes a lot of sense. Will Ferrell was not a huge star yet in 2003, and he was chosen. New Line Cinema was ready to write off the entire $30 million, assuming it was going to be a flop. Dude, that's wh- that's why you get fucking the uh, you get the Iron Man director on that. Make it a goddamn Is that hit. who directed it? Yeah. Oh, fuck it, that guy. Uh, um, Favreau. Why am I drawing a blank? Yeah, John Favreau. That's why you yeah, get Favreau. can't do any wrong. I'm surprised he didn't pull in, like, fucking... He probably approached... This Jim Carrey thing's probably full of shit. He probably approached Vince Vaughn first. (laughs) He's like, hey, look, I'm an elf. Look, my name's Buddy, Buddy, Buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Because, honestly, they... Yeah, I think Will Ferrell's pretty tall, right? Like, 6'2", 6'3". 
And I think Vince Vaughn's out same size, right? He's like six. Yeah, as well. they're, they're both uh, they're both sort of shockingly tall people. Yeah, so it it's just a body swap, mm. you know, no no problem with the height thing, um, because he's always supposed to be like taller than normal, right? God, dude. Well, there you go. So we got that one right. Good for us. Fucking Christmas time. Fucking God damn it, Christmas time. God damn it's Christmas. Better like it. Holy freaking gore, it's Christmas. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, here we go. Fact number two. In the classic movie, A Christmas Story, the father's name is never mentioned. Uh, True. Is it? I believe so. I think he's always referred to as dad. Is the mom's name ever mentioned? Only in my dreams. Oh! Is the lamp leg ever given a name? Veronica. Is it? <laughs> there you go. Insta classic. Insta classic. I uh, I used to be a mover, and uh, back in the day, in my college mm-hmm. years, fucking the amount of times I had to hear people fucking say the fragile joke is a. Fucking, I cringe every time someone's like, oh, it must be Italian. I'm like, fuck. You're like, great. Every time. See, that wasn't even my favorite line. No. My favorite line was like stuff like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it started with an F. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say fudge. <laughs> Probably learned it from his father. Right. <laughs> no, mommy, no. <laughs> God. God, it's so fucking dark. <laughs> the kid in the background. God, it's so dark. Oh, child abuse. <laughs> so uh, let's let's fucking rail this one out real quick. Let's do I, it. I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say true. Oh, also Never funny mentioned. story. The kid the the from the Christmas story, him and Vince mm-hmm. Vaughn are like real life friends. <laughs> Just so we were like bringing us all all around. Shit, so they just they hang out, yeah. huh? Yeah. Like he's produced like a well. bunch of Vince Vaughn movies, I think. <laughs> I kinda love that. It's weird. <laughs> I'd like to think that a lot of the weird people in Hollywood that aren't like super everywhere all the time are just like friends. Right. Like all of them. Do you know? Like Fred Savage. Even Robert Downey Jr. like <laughs> Fred Savage. <laughs> hey, Fred Savage was in the uh Deadpool. That's that's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> PG thirteen one. So he made a comeback. <laughs> oh shit! All right, let's do it. Let's go. True that in a Christmas class, the the classic movie, A Christmas Story, the father's name is never mentioned. Three, two, one, bam! It is true. Yeah. Since they marathon this movie every year, there's been a lot of Easter egg compilations of things people have noticed. And one of them is the dad is only ever referred to as the old man. Ugh. Per the written screenplay, his name is Frank, but no one ever calls him in that movie. Calls him that in the, in the movie. The actress who played the mom, Melinda Dillon, received the top billing in the credits, which is a pretty big deal. And then they spelled her name wrong for posterity. Oh, oh my God. Oh, that's funny. They put an I in there. M- Melinda Dillion. Oh, man. <laughs> Great. Well, we got it, dude. We're fucking 2-0 right now. Good for us. 
I'm feeling I'm feeling that I'm feeling that Christmas spirit all up in me. Oh, Christmas spirit! Holy cord! Holy! We do, we do. A little too much snow for Santa, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get. I in order to do a right impression, I have to stand up and adjust my belt like right. Matt Foley. <laughs> Uh, if we had video, this would have been great. Right. <laughs> I tucked my shirt in. Uh, okay. Hey, hey, Joe here from Allegedly. Real quick, I want to tell you about this week's sponsor, Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for your iOS or Android that picks up the most trending articles from the topics that are most important to you, and here's the trick, reads them to you in a natural human voice. From the Batman to Bitcoin... Kiev to the Kardashians, follow any topic your heart desires. And while you're there, go ahead and check out their featured podcasts from over 50 countries, like say, I don't know, allegedly. I've been using it for over a week now, and I'm loving the convenience of having my news and podcasts all in one place. So come and join me by clicking the link in the description and downloading Newsly for free. As an added bonus, go ahead and use the promo code Allegedly and receive one month of their premium subscription for free. Stop scrolling and start listening. Okay, back to the show. Whew. All right, let's go to fact number three. All of the production material and puppets for the 1964 classic Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer were accidentally destroyed in 1970 because the boxes labeled R were thought to be for removal. That's dark. <laughs> I'm just envisioning all those say, wax dolls melting. <laughs> dude, like, I'm going to say true on this because it's just depressing. Right, yeah. Like, but I'd like the story to not be true. You know, like, they were going to do it, and then right before he throws it in, like, the incinerator, he sees, like, a red glow, and it's Rudolph's nose, <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's Rudolph! You know, and he saves saves the, all the misfit toys. Honestly, I'm <laughs> surprised all the dolls lasted that long. Like, <laughs> old Hollywood's just kind of, like, I mean, the stuff that just got, you know, things just get demoed afterwards. I don't think anything naturally just gets thrown away i think it's always destroyed in a fire <laughs> always always do you know how many times like universal studios is burned down <laughs> like they just have a burning problem i don't get it <laughs> it's california man everything's just kind of on fire half the year <laughs> I guess. Like, holy shit. Oh, hey, King Kong. This would have been great in a museum. Burn down. Hey, oh, the Psycho House. Burn down. Don't. Hey, all these sets. Burn. Don't worry, dude. Fonzie's jacket made it. If maybe he got burned down and they're just like, look, we just got to use the replica because we just can't let this go. <laughs> send, send it to the Smithsonian ASAP. Right. Put it next to the Cosby sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, it's like those survive. Like, why can't we have just let those burn? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what are you feeling? Uh, yeah, I, I think it's true. Yeah, I do too. I mean, there's there's so many unpaid interns in Hollywood that yeah, I can <laughs> I can imagine. 
It's probably the mob, dude. Mob's like, ah, fuck it, it says ah. <laughs> Whoa, where is this mob from? Well, New Jersey, of course. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, they flew down, being part of a movie. <laughs> Frank Sinatra oh, needs a smoking room. <laughs> Burn it down. Burn it down. We don't need ashtrays. <laughs> Just put it on the table. I'm gonna use Rudolph's as a skull. Oh, oh, oh. the mechanical skull. <laughs> His nose is just replaced oh, with so a, a cigarette cherry. Oh God! Hey Santa, light the way. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go. Okay, so we're going true. Yeah. All right, let's go true that all the production material and puppets for the 1964 classic Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer were accidentally destroyed in 1970. Three, two, one. Bam! Oh, it's false! Yay! Oh. Christmas! <laughs> we, we're, you were supposed to join me in singing. Oh. Yeah, no. Whatever. It's over now. No. <laughs> it's done. I've lost the Christmas spirit. Yeah, you lost it because we got one wrong. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> Only right, winners get from... the Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, losers don't. So... Tim Allen and Chris Farley are out. Done. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> All right. So this is from PBS.org. That didn't happen. However, there is only one known surviving example of the iconic Santa and Rudolph puppets left in existence. They showed up in 2006 on an episode of Antiques Roadshow. A man had gotten them from an aunt who worked for the animated uh, animated production company Rankin Bass in the 70s. Nowadays, when companies make movies, the production's materials are kept under lock and key, as everyone is aware that they could someday be very valuable. But 50 years ago, they just gave that shit away for free or cheat to the employees, which is how these came to be in a hot attic, along with others such as The Snowman, played by Burl Ives, which literally melted, sadly, oh. from the appraisal. And this is from the appraisal. You can tell by the way they were constructed, he says, noting that they were built of wood and cloth and plastic. These were handmade. They weren't toys. They were uh, mechanisms to make them move, to make them come alive, almost. No mass manufacturer of toys, especially in the 1960s, made things like that. It was made to be on film. Rudolph lost, lost his nose oh. and Santa lost his eyebrows. But after some restoration work, the pair sold for $368,000 and were donated to the Center for Puppetry Arts in Atlanta. Wow, dude. I don't know what's darker, I mean, honestly. Uh, the fact that the snowman literally melted away or the fact that he made money off of this. Like, right. he found it and was like, fuck it, sell it. I don't give a shit that I have, like, literally a piece of American history. It's like somebody that finds, like, the second draft of the independence, right? And he's just like, fuck it, sell it. Yep. How much? He's at Antiques Roadshow. This, they're like, this is priceless. He's like, yeah, but how much is it worth? Right. Yeah, but if you had to put a number on it, would it be a big one? <laughs> I'm going to start with 100K and you shake your head or not, and I'll keep going up. Right. God. Well, there they are. Santa and, and Rudolph, they made it. You know, everybody else fucking died or is still out there <laughs> fucking melted in an attic. Like, like who does it? Look, okay, wait, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. This shit was going on in the seventies by the eighties. Okay. This shit was iconic. 
Right. I don't think this was iconic miraculously in the 90s when we saw it. Right? Am I wrong? No, it, I mean, it'd been on reruns for decades by that point. Yeah. So, okay, so I, I work for the company. I take a couple of puppets home because I'm like, oh, I get them for free. Sweet. I throw them in a box because I'm like, I only take them out for Christmas. And then fucking I forget I have them and, and I watch fucking TV. Right. And I see it playing and it's everybody's like loving it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I used to have those puppets. Too bad they're in a box in the attic that I don't want to get down. <laughs> like, oh, that's what the right. Fuck? I spent six months of my life meticulously filming puppets. Ugh. Oh, so the things one so forgets. <laughs> Dude, like, I don't know what I don't even know how you'd forget this in an attic. I could see them passing away. Right. Mm -hmm. But then the dude would have found him. This was on 2006. Right. Ah, whatever. <laughs> we got it wrong. Fuck this question. Well, <laughs> maybe next year. <laughs> Yeah, by 2023, we'll find fucking, I don't know, the little spring, the jack-in-the-box. I don't know, the elf that wants to be a fucking dentist. <laughs> They're like, yeah, it's weird. He was kept in an optometrist's office. <laughs> when an orthodontic had him, he wanted to put him on the shelf, though, because he's an orthodontic and he hates dentists. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right, here we go. Fact number four. The 1965 classic A Charlie Brown Christmas killed the aluminum tr Christmas tree market within five years. <coughs> I think aluminum Christmas trees did that to themselves. <laughs> right? Uh, I think you lost me at aluminum Christmas tree. Yeah, like, you see the shit that he had to walk through and then, like, Fucking, it was like pink Christmas trees. Like, who the fuck is buying pink aluminum Christmas trees? I mean, why would Charlie Brown be responsible for killing that industry? Well, because remember, he's walking through and everything's so gaudy and like fake and all that shit. And then he finds that one real tree, right? And it's just all like beat the shit up. And all you have to do is like, you know, put a blanket around its stump and it miraculously grows into a beautiful little tree. Man, it's been a while since I've seen Charlie Brown Christmas, I guess. You don't remember this? Mm -mm. Yeah, so, like, <clears throat> they have to find a tree, and he can't find one, so he buys, like, the right. really stumpy, shitty-looking one. And then they all make fun of Charlie Brown and, like, kick the shit out of his ego, right? And then Linus comes up, and he's like, it just needs some support. And he just, like, supports it with his, like, blankie that he loves, and it can stand up now, and fucking all the kids are like, oh, they shit, it's a tree! And so they decorate it, and it's all beautiful. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go, Charlie Brown. You murder aluminum trees. Yeah. <laughs> are we going true just because we want to say fuck aluminum trees? Yeah, that was a terrible idea. Who had aluminum trees? I'm all for fake trees. That's not what we're talking about, right? Like, fake trees are fine. Right. But I don't like I think I don't need a space fucking age tree in my goddamn house. <laughs> you know, you could always just grab one of the branches and fend off an intruder. Right. I was like, I don't need a tree metal. that can cut me. <laughs> like, he walks in, what happened to him? Well the tree fell on him, sir, and impaled him thirty times. If I said it once, I've said they it before. Sings of death trips. <laughs> Yeah, you fall through your 
fall off your roof, you land on the aluminum tree. It looks like freaking Mortal Kombat out here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, so wait, are we going true then? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's say. Let's say. Uh, okay, we're let's gonna go through that. Yeah, Charlie Brown. Not- like all the kids watched it, and then they turned around. They're like, "Fuck your tree, mom and dad." Yeah. I want a fun little tree, and they're like, "Okay, Sean." Yeah. Dude, that that's people in the nineteen whatevers. <laughs> All right, then we're gonna go true that the nineteen sixty five classic of Charlie Brown Christmas killed the aluminum tree Christmas tree market within five years. <laughs> Three, two, one. Sorry, it's close. True. <laughs> <laughs> what a roller coaster! <laughs> I know. The movie is blamed in no small part for the demise of the Evergleam tree, which was made from shiny strips of aluminum foil, which Charlie Brown famously expressed were all that is wrong with Christmas. These tall, bright, and shiny symbols of capitalism enjoyed an amazing run on the market share for 10 years until Charlie Brown started gatekeeping Christmas trees. (laughs) Over 50 million people turned in when it originally aired and this or tuned in when it originally aired and the sentiment hit so hard that it made people switch from buying to buying real christmas trees again convincing americans to live in uh, with pine needles and sap everywhere just to send a message about how about the corporation takeover of the holidays what a time to be alive evergleam trees are now vintage collector's items with rare colors like blue and pink like the one lucy requested Going on eBay for of one thousand uh, for one. thousands of what dollars. Yep, capitalism lives on. So, <clears throat> dude, no, like, what? So you're telling me, hundreds of thousands of fucking trees every year could have been saved if Charlie Brown didn't air. Yeah, Charlie Yay, Brown may have saved Christmas, but like destroyed the world. Like, how funny would it be? It's like, yep, pollution jump fifteen percent. Every year since Charlie Brown aired. Dude, whatever. <laughs> Fucking global warming is a myth. <laughs> Coming in pretty strong here, Joe. Okay, yeah, it's the Christmas spirit. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving him energy. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Santa's sleigh runs on real trees. <laughs> He's like shoveling in okay. puppies and trees. That's why, that's why I got elves. They're the only ones small enough to fit into the caverns to fuel oh, the yeah, fucking... dude. He's like, Santa, I don't know if this can take any more. Shovel more trees in. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> this thing's run off a of 1932 Ford F V8. It's the shit they don't show you. <laughs> right. Okay. Santa's sleigh runs on nothing but fucking pine trees and ZZ Top. He just turns it on. As he's like fucking feeding in these little baby trees. He's like, you need the trees for the magic to exist. Here's a goddamn weenie whistle. And here's a Susie pisses her pants. It's like not on balloons, all magical. It just drops. <laughs> like, like, hey, fucking, hey, fucking t-shirt can is it? Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I got chopped down this tree. 
Need it for my sleigh. <laughs> Thank God I got the new still 36 inch bar tree eater chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Available at Home Depot. <laughs> it's Santa and Tim Allen approved. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's genius. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, Charlie Brown fucked them, so. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, dude, are you ready for the last fact? <laughs> All right, here we go. Fact number five. In the 1980s, eccentric weirdo Stanley Kubrick saw some commercials that blew his tits right the fuck off. So hard, in fact, that he wrote up a piece for the New York Times about it and declared it his favorite example of American filmmaking. The the no-name fashion photographer for Vogue was suddenly flooded with offers to direct actual movies. So he picked picked one that looked fun, and that's how we got National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. What? <laughs> there is so much to unpack in this fact. This might be one of the most detailed facts. Yeah. There's a lot of coals in this fire. Okay, so let's what? unpack it. In the 1980s, yes. Stanley Kubrick mm-hmm. saw commercials that blew his tits off. Right? And he wrote a piece declaring it his favorite or declared it his favorite example of American filmmaking. So he's like he jizzed all over these commercials. Ah, yes. These commercials about snow and candy canes are my favorite example of American filmmaking. My tits <laughs> have never been blown back so forcefully. I was sitting there playing chess when all of a sudden a gust came up underneath my nethers and blew my tits right off. That gust... Was this piece of cinema? <laughs> I've yet to find my left tit, for it was blown off so forcefully by this experience of American filmmaking. I fear that it is gone forever. <laughs> but I say it will not be in vain if you allow this person to direct film. <laughs> so, okay, so, so. So the fashion photographer for Vogue, I would assume mm-hmm. that they're the ones responsible for uh, the nineteen the commercials, right? Yeah, he was he was a fashion photographer for Vogue. Uh, he was suddenly uh, flooded with offers because you know Stanley Kubrick was a big name, and he picked just one random one that looked fun, which was Christmas Vacation. There's nothing in Christmas Vacation that I'm like, yep, fashion photographer directed that. I mean, also, okay, so I why heard... would a fashion photographer direct? Why wouldn't they be the cinematographer? Well, because I think when when he was responsible for these commercials, and then when I just don't think they care. Like if Stanley Kubrick right. says yes, this is an amazing piece of filmmaking, they go okay, get him in front of any movie that we have, right? Like mm-hmm. once you got that fucking sign off, they're like, this guy knows what he's doing. You know, and it could just be because he's like, Stanley Cooper's like, I always liked Santa Claus with his beard and his bubble guts full of jelly. <laughs> I, I always look at Santa Claus and I see, that could have been me if his father loved him. 
Instead, I had to make sci-fi movies that may or may not be extremely realistic, and I directed The Shining. Right. <laughs> while, while also being a space chess master that I played frequently in my mansion on the moon. I invented 4D chess, and that fucking <laughs> TV show, Star Trek, stole it from me. <laughs> That's why I made it my life's mission to then make the world's most boring sci-fi movie. <laughs> uh, so, I I don't know. There's so fucking many pieces that need to, like, fit together. Like, right? I can... I honestly, I don't know. Like, Stanley Kubrick doesn't strike me as a person who watches TV. Who, who directed Christmas Vacation? Like, that's what I'm trying to think. What a weird, odd choice. It's the sequel to Vacation. Well, it's... I think, well, actually, I think it's the sequel to out. European Vacation. Yeah, I think European Vacation came out first. And then it was Christmas Vacation, and I think it was Vegas mm-hmm. Vacation after that. But if I'm going out on a limb here, I'm going to say Christmas Vacation is probably the most universally known out of all of them. Yeah. I think, I, like, it's my favorite. Yeah. So I, it's a lot of people's. I, I, I get, you know, I think that one's my favorite, and my second's probably, you know, Vegas Vacation, because that movie's just silly. <laughs> seven nope four damn damn <laughs> i'm gonna go back to the buffet so they got a little bit more blue <laughs> you gonna eat that here's your winnings mr Papadopoulos. god damn it holy shit um but I don't know, man. This is hard. Like, like this could be real, but like I can Stanley see Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick writing an expose of how it's the death of cinema, and then Hollywood, being Hollywood, hired the guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, right. He's declared his favorite example of American filmmaking. He's like, America doesn't know how to film. Man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite example of why American filmmaking is dead. I just can't see. Stanley Kubrick watching a commercial that's meant to sell stuff and being like, yes, this is what cinema needs. I'm going to make eyes wide shut now. (laughs) As I was pondering my next financial movie success on my mansion in space, I turned on the television to see a commercial that blew not just one tit off, but two. (laughs) Lefty, gone forever now. <laughs> what if they, like, declared the reason why he died at a young age? They're like, sir, it appears he does not have his left tit anymore. Something happened. What? Oh, this man's had his tits blown off. <laughs> Don't tell me he was watching those Christmas commercials. <laughs> My God. Did this man want to die? <laughs> He wrote his expose, like, his last dying breath. He's like, must celebrate filmmaking. (laughs) Must direct the first half of AI. (laughs) Did that really happen? Yeah. He uh, he passed away while making... That's why Spielberg took over. Oh. Is that why that movie is kind of weird? Yeah, it's why it feels like two different people made two different movies. Uh, I'm okay with that. I'm totally fine with that. Because if there's so, one thing Stanley Kubrick's known for, 
commercial success. Literally and figuratively. Couldn't get enough commercials. <laughs> the Shining's just a commercial for Johnny Walker Red. <laughs> Who's that? Remember we, we were talking about how it has a Starbucks in every scene in Fight Club? Oh, uh, David Fincher. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. He just is like, every scene of the show in <laughs> some form. Oh, you remember it was his chess game. Yeah. That was the fact. Holy shit, full circle. He's like, if you look at it, there is a commercial playing in every scene. Right. In every scene in Full Metal Jacket, there, <laughs> there's a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah. He's a big Ghostbusters fan. <laughs> there's a Beyblade in every scene. <laughs> <laughs> Every toy Danny plays with is a Beyblade. <laughs> if you look closely, it's all Pokemon. Everyone knows he was a Digimon fan. Oh, yeah. He would be. Yeah. It is the superior representation of digital monsters. <laughs> I saw a commercial for Digimon, and I said, Move over, Pokemonsters. This, this is going to blow your tits right off. It almost blew them both off. <laughs> Thank God I survived. Once I saw Digimon, it blew Lefty back on. <laughs> Thank God for Digimon. <laughs> and now they're in every scene in... In whatever movie I'm directing. Right. The moon landing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So what are we doing? Are we, uh... Like, I have say... a feeling it's false, but I kind of want mm. it to be true. Let's go false. I, I, I feel that too, though. Right? I just can't imagine like, Stanley Kubrick being a fan of television or commercials. <laughs> yeah, I, I have a feeling, like, he would write, like, an expose, like, criticizing how lowbrow... TV is mm-hmm. like you know the television how like the cinema is the last great stage you know for performers right <laughs> so yeah let's let's go false if you're good with that yeah I I, I have a feeling right. if it's true that's just buck wild it is buck wild dude this is gonna be awesome all right we're gonna go false in the 80s Stanley Kubrick saw a commercial that blew his tits off and declared it his favorite example of American filmmaking where a no namer uh, ended up getting. Uh, to direct Christmas Vacation. Three, two, one, bam! Oh, it's true! What? What? <laughs> so every time someone makes the Merry Christmas shitter was full joke, you can thank Stanley Cooper. <laughs> what? Joe, we got it wrong. Holy, Holy shit. shit. How did that work out? <laughs> so he watched a commercial and it changed his life. Get this man a third installment in a movie franchise. <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Oh, man. I, I can't even. I, I'm broken. I can't even think about it. Like, he saw a commercial of, like, kids opening presents. Like, wow, well, bye. Thanks, Dad. And they hug. And it's just like, every gift begins with a Coke. You know, he's like, <laughs> holy hell. What riveting cinema did I just watch? <laughs> Lefty. No. <laughs> 
Now that both my tits are gone, <laughs> I shall pen my opinion on the current state of commercials in the country, as they are my favorite example of American filmmaking. Hello, New Yorker. Do I have an op-ed for you? <laughs> I, this no-namer, he knows everything now. <laughs> Give him a job. You know what? I uh, hold on. We gotta see the bonus because I I I, I need to look who up who Woody. Hold on. Let's let's check out the bonus real quick just to make sure it's not related to this question because I want to look up. Who else? What else this guy did? I have to see it. Right. All right. Optional bonus. I'm going to make sure it's not. Plus one bonus if you can guess what percentage of Christmas trees Americans display in their homes every year are artificial. Do we do we have options? 35%. Okay. <laughs> 55% or 75%. Mm. I'm going to say, I, I would say 75. I think a lot more people. There's a lot of people in apartments and yeah. a lot of. Like, I can't imagine Arizona has a lot of tree lots. So Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, it, it does and it doesn't, you know. Right. I'm, I'm spoiled I, up here in Washington, so. Yeah, your front yard grows them. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure you just replant them after you're done. That's the responsible thing to do, yeah. <laughs> Captain you, you, Planet. You, yeah, dude, you put, your, you put the plant back in the ground and you throw some suspenders on and you've just done your American Seattle due diligence. I just did it. Yep. <laughs> you look at all the replanted pine trees, and then that's what blows your tits off. <laughs> I pop in a so VA- what, uh, VHS and get some my charcuterie game on. You watch the same commercials that melted the brain of Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> you're watching. You're watching. <laughs> I'm watching Seven Up Dots with Chainsaws. Yeah, and dude, you can just hear Stanley Kubrick. Like, he comes on right afterward. He's like, what you just watched was an experience of pinnacle American filmmaking. (laughs) Celebrate your life by supporting this artist if you can. Film school, bah! Watch TV. I know! Oh, shit. Alright, I'm gonna go, I'm thinking 75. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. Fuck it? Let's do it. The Revenge of Artificial Tree is coming back. It is. Charlie dude. Brown thought he killed not... it, but... <laughs> it's not aluminum. Right. <laughs> All right, here we go. We're going to go 75% of Christmas trees Americans play in their home every year are artificial. Three, two, one. Bam! It is 75%. Nice. Oh! We did it. Oh, 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 oh. Well, I guess, no, he's getting <laughs> he's getting weaker now because he needs the real trees. <laughs> No, he ne- they're like here you go here's your here's your snow as per requested on your charcuterie platter <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh shit um so according to pbs the primary reason people buy fake trees come down to convenience allergies and harder for cats to knock over a reason they weren't even sure readers would believe as they caveated it with more than one person mentioned that as a reason. In 2018, there was a sharp increase in the price of real Christmas trees because of the subprime mortgage rate. Oh, she meant, sorry, she meant 2008, oh. not 18. Uh, so, <sighs> wait, what? 
No, maybe she didn't. In 2018, there was a sharp increase in price of real Christmas trees because of the subprime mortgage crisis. That's right. The 2008 subprime mortgage crisis. So it's probably they planted that shit. You know what I mean? Mm. And then uh, it, it saw an increase. Or maybe didn't plant as many. Oh, right. The trees planted oh. in 2008. Got it. Yeah, it says it takes about 10 years for Christmas trees to get big enough to sell. And demand was so low in 2008 because of all the financial fuckery that it affected how many trees farmers planted. Right. Creating a tree shortage and price increase for consumers a decade later. That makes sense. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before we go, hold on. I have to look this up. I have to look up what else uh, what else this person did because I don't know who directed Christmas Vacation. Right. Yeah. Okay. Christmas Vacation was directed by Jeremiah S. Chechik. Okay. <laughs> All right. So director. What the fuck? Like, did he do anything else? No, he does, but it's <clears throat> all just weird no name <laughs> shit. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. So listen. So. His first directorial debut came from a music video, mm-hmm. 1988, Van Halen, When It's Love. When It's Love! Wow. And then, next one was a music video for Hollow Notes. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, yeah. Downtown Life. Obviously. <laughs> and then that, and then it's it's Christmas Vacation. And then he did, uh, did just weird shit. Benny and June. Oh, Tall Tale. Okay. Tall Tale, uh, Diablo Week. Oblique. Oh, that that classic film. Wait, what? Hold on. <laughs> All right. Well, I see. I see the Avengers on here. The Sean Connery right? one. And dude, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it totally is the Sean Connery one. Yeah, you bitch. Bro. How did you fucking know that? Because well, I know who directed the Marvel one. <laughs> I that's what I thought too. But I saw it. And I was like, no, what? In 1998, what's going on? Uh, yeah, Gun, Meltdown, Tilt, The Bronx is Burning, The Middleman, The Beast, Jonas, which is the TV series, uh, Mental, Leverage, like, he did Gossip Girl for three episodes, like, a lot of, a lot of, uh, episodic. This is the dude, this is the dude that Stanley Kubrick was like, best filmmaking I've ever seen. Pinnacle of Achievement. He shall go on and live in infamy, directing four episodes of Reginald the Vampire. (laughs) (laughs) It's got the kid from, uh, it's got the kid from Spider-Man. Reginald. Cool. Yeah, sweet. Uh, so. Chuck. Chuck. Right. So not only did Stan Kubrick episode. get his tits blown off by this guy, he was clearly fucking off his tits on the sauce, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it was near Stanley Kubrick's end of his life, bro. <laughs> Everything was blowing his tits off at that point. <laughs> well, we did it, Joe. We got we got four out of five. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, you want to close this one out? <laughs> Let's do it. All right, there you have it. That was this week's Allegedly Podcast. We hope it blew your tits off. If it did, go ahead and follow us uh, on all the social medias at Allegedly. If you'd like to try to blow our tits off, email us at allegedly.podcast at gmail.com. 
Or if you don't want to do any of that, just show up every Monday and listen to us wherever you're listening to your podcast right now. And until next time, <coughs> oh my freaking god, it's Tim Allen! <coughs>